opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody. This is February 8th, 2023, and tonight is a very special night because normally... This is a Sheila Young recipe call, but tonight I am thrilled to have Cheryl Cummings with me. And Cheryl, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Sheila. This is so exciting. Um, I, I'm really excited to have a chance to share this marvelous forum with you. Um, as you know, I think anybody who's here saw that we called it sizzling soul food and that is something that the multicultural affairs committee came up with uh, because we wanted to think of different ways of celebrating the contributions of african-americans to the united to america and february is black history month and so we thought this could be sort of a fun way to talk and to approach that topic. So, <clears throat> Cheryl, how would you like people to share their recipes? And even if they don't have a recipe, what would you like them to do? All right. So, as I was saying before we went on air, this is not a time to be shy. We want everybody to, you know, follow the instructions on raising your hand. Um, and if you've got a specific recipe you'd like to share, we invite you to do that. Or if you have like a particular um, food that you've had from the African-American tr um, food tradition that you'd like to talk about and tell us about, we'd love to hear your story. Um, yeah. So anybody who wants to share anything about the uh, African, their experience of African-American food, um, we want to hear from you. All right. So Belinda is our host tonight. Desi is moderating in Clubhouse and Herbie is our streamer. So thank you all so much. So Bill, let's get this party started and see who wants to give us a recipe or say something they have had with American African-American traditional food. All right. First up is Holly. Hi, Holly. Don't be shy, Holly. <laughs> uh, that is not somebody who is shy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, I was going to say, maybe she forgot to hit the goddess button. <laughs> maybe she forgot the goddess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we can move on over to All right. uh, Cassandra. Hello, Cassandra. I've got it. I'm unmuted. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, well, hang on. We're going to go to Cassandra and hang tight. And then, oh, and then we'll come back. Thank oh. you. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Hey, Cassandra. Say hi to Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, Cassandra. How are you, love? <laughs> This is not karaoke. Oh, I know. Well, so the one thing you have to know, Sheila, that African Americans sing a lot, not just because of karaoke. Sometimes they sung because they were going through something. Sometimes they sung because they're happy. And sometimes they were struggling. So that was one of the reasons why I did that, to let you know that actually awesome. I knew it wasn't karaoke, but that was one of the cultures that they did. That's how they got through a lot of their different um, struggles. Trials, trials and tribulations. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so, for sharing that. Yeah. So I thought I would do the ultimate cheesy mic because that's, I love mac and cheese every day, all day. <laughs> so um, I sent you about what, 10 recipes? Uh, 20. Oh. 20. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to put every one of them in the document. Oh, my gosh. So, Cassandra, yep. tell us about your favorite mac and cheese recipe. You know, oh. I mean, yeah. Like, what, what makes it your favorite? I love cheese, first of all. And, okay. uh, and this one um, was introduced to me 
uh, by uh, uh, little Cassandra, as I call her. She's my goddaughter. And that is really her name. I didn't make that up. <laughs> um, her name is Cassandra, too. So we always call her little Cassandra because she's younger. Um, okay. And so she um, she came to through a class that I had and uh, she did a grad meal and she said, I want to do ultimate mac and cheese. So I'm thinking, you know, mac and cheese out the box, yada, yada. OK, whatever. You can do that. But here is what she told me I needed for my grocery list. So it's right. 25 minutes. And it's 35 minutes to cook this. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, we did it for four people. Okay. So you need, of course, you need your macaroni. You need grated cheddar cheese, Kobe. So you do, you get the Kobe Jack and put that together. So, you know, because you have a Kobe Jack. Mm -hmm. You got sour cream. You got the but, uh, two teaspoons of butter. You want to cut them in little squares. Okay. Two eggs. You want, you know, of course, you need a little bit of, I call it a dash of salt. And then you want uh, one fourth teaspoon of pepper or a little bit of pepper, however. I always tell people, even though they say, you know, one fourth or whatever, I always tell them, look, choose, because you know if you want a little bit more, a little less of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to add milk and a little bit of Pam for your, um, I, I usually use a little bit of butter because Pam, this doesn't taste good in my mac and cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So you're going to preheat the oven to 350 degrees. I usually use a glass instead of like the um, aluminum pans. I use the glass dish because that's actually a little bit better. Mm -hmm. and so you're going to bring your noodles to a boil. And um, you're going to season the water with a little bit of um, salt and cook the noodles for 10 minutes. Eight. And you're going to drain it. And then you're going to, in the bowl, this is where you're going to mix your, you're going to add the cheese, um, the amount that I told you. Um, and then you're going to spray a bowl in the bowl. And in the mitt, in the bowl, you have, you can use a whisk and just kind of, you know, beat it and mix it up real good. And then combine the sour cream and eggs. And salt and pepper and then add it to the um, macaroni mixture now I will tell you you might want to what I normally will do is take the mac and cheese once it's hot and put it in the dish whatever I'm going to bake it in mm -hmm. so I can spread it out and then pour the mixture on top of it and then just take a, a spoon and kind of mix it in and spread it out and layer it um, and then of course you're going to spray your casserole dish with a little bit of butter but like I said a little, you know, and now they have like a butter, a butter pan. Mm -hmm. um, and so, to click this button, press control. Uh, somebody is unmuted. Please mute. Meetings. Four of seven button. Hang on, I'm trying to interact get with the title of button. You are currently in a button Zoom I, window. I am not Home able selected. to. Right, One of seven button. This. Space with application Zoom us mail and Safari. Oh, okay. More collapse. Home selected. Uh -huh. Full screen button. Minimize button. Full screen button. Space with Zoom as containing window Zoom. Full screen. Hi. Seven Whoever she's here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Go, go ahead, right. Cassandra. All right. So then you're going to, they have like a butter Pam. If you want to use Pam, if you just feel like that's going to be a little bit better, you can use a, a butter based Pam and spray the casserole dish. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then pour the macaroni. You know, the mixture that we just talked about, you're going to pour that in there and spread it out where it's even. And the way you can tell if you're visually, if you're visually impaired, the way you're going to tell is you want to make sure there's no mountains. That's what I call them, a little bit of mountains. So you want it to be nice and, and, and smooth. And that's how you can tell. Um, one of the things I do then is I cheat and I get some uh, grated cheese and put it on top of it because I just like cheese. Okay. <laughs> and you bake it for 30 to 45 minutes. Until it's golden brown. Phone three of seven button. Now Chat selected. Uh, um, three of seven button. Bell mute everybody. Please. Button. To click this button, home one of seven. I got the person. You're good. Thank you. 
Right. Um, my question to you, Cassandra, because other people have said this, and I don't know if it's true or not true, because I always buy shredded cheese. They say to buy the block of the cheese and grate it yourself. So because the moisture in the shredded that you purchase in the bags isn't that great. Do you use just the shredded that you buy in the bag? I do. Now, okay. my mom, when she makes hers, she gets uh, she gets what they it's a it's an old cheese. I don't even I think it's sharp cheddar, but it, it, they call it red rind because it has a little red. Oh, rind. yes. Yes. And mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. and you you can grade that. Now, when I make it for my mom, she that's what she uses. But I'm I'm just telling you, sometimes I want to work smarter and I want to work quicker. <laughs> yes. So if you have if you're a homemaker. Absolutely. Um, you know, grating the yeah. cheese and doing yep. all that is yep. wonderful. Yep. But if you came home at like 4.50 and everybody yep. trying to eat by 7, yep. grab your bags of cheese and keep all it moving. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you, you throw that sour cream in there and I'm thinking I might have to make this one. <laughs> I know. That, that should be nice mm -hmm. and moist and cheesy. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, thank yep. you so much, Cassandra. That's, that's Cassandra, really fantastic. Hey, yeah, all the recipes she sent me, Cheryl, oh. Toledo. <laughs> All I can say is, <laughs> I was looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, this one I have to try and this one I have to try and this one. <laughs> anyway. well, I told Sheila I had 120 to 25 recipes for. And she said wow. 20, and they're all going to be in the document. So, all right. all right. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you. Right. Belle, who's next? Hi. Uh, Holly. Holly. Yeah. Hi, guys. Oh, Holly. Yeah. I put my recipe in her document, and it's too long. I don't want to do it. But is there a good recipe for biscuits in there? Because I love biscuits. No. I love biscuits. No, there are, there was not a biscuit recipe in all 20 of those. Yeah, well, I, will, I, have a I will. I'll find it. I don't have one off the top of my head, but um, I'll find a, a biscuit recipe and send it to you, Sheila. Um, my great. my biscuit recipe is by the Pillsbury Frozen. <laughs> oh, they're wonderful! Yes, they are. They are good. They are good. But every once in a while, I think you want to, you know, do it yourself. But I, you know, I had a mix. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on this low carb thing, so I ha I can't make them anymore. I know how to make them, but I'm not. I'm not. There's something missing in the ones I make, so I'd like to get ones from somebody who's a real expert. Yeah. Well, one day I'll tell you the story about one first time I ever made them. So, <laughs> right, so Holly, what kind of recipe you got to share with us? Cornbread. All right. Ooh, all right. And, Let's hear it. Uh, well, I, I'll. I, okay, I'll do it. Um, with one cup of cornmeal, one cup of uh, flour. One cup of sugar, believe it or not, but they say that's what they say. But I put in a half a cup. This is from my my mother in law, and she calls it Johnny Cake, but it's cornbread. Um, one cup of milk, one half cup of oil or butter or margarine melted. One um, two eggs. It's, it calls for one egg, but I put two eggs in. Um, what have I forgotten? I don't have it in front of me. And what have I forgotten? Oh, uh, y'all have to look. And oh, and corn. And I get the packaged corn, the ten ounces, and I put it. I love corn in my cornbread, so I put the whole thing in there. I just dump it in, and one cup of milk, and you mix it all together, and you put it. You um, grease your pan with oven sprayer with butter. Sometimes I put my. I forgot to say this. Sometimes I put mine in and let the put a little bit of butter in there and let it melt and then i bake it at 350 for somebody 30. hang on holly please if you're not speaking mute because uh, your your speech is coming through and we are streaming so please mute all right holly i'm sorry it also shows disrespect for the person who's speaking thank you anyway spoken like a mother sorry <laughs> <laughs> and um you cook it for um one uh, about th 35 to 40 minutes and if you and you can check it sooner than that it might be fine i um i used to make this for my office at work and, and we have our new year's day party which is, which is october 1st which is the new year in the federal government for the fiscal year mm -hmm. and all the ladies kept saying who made this who made this and i'm like me 
And they're all like, a white girl made cornbread like this? I said, well, my, st-. and you can double it. It, do- it does, I guess, just goes just fine if you double it. Yeah. Okay. And I do have it and it will be in the document. So, okay. And I don't know if I forgot anything. So you'll just have to look it up. I don't know. It, I, it, yeah. It's, I think you pretty much covered it. Yeah. So thank you, what Holly. I, thank you so much. And I'm really here. enjoying this. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. Um, right, I'm going to say something really quick. If I've muted a person a couple of times, um, they've unmuted. So if you could stay muted, if the host mutes you, it's appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. All right. Who's Can next, I, Bill? Oh, oh, before, before go we ahead, go to our next person, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. want to sh- um, share a really good documentary um, that was on Netflix that <clears throat> I encourage. If you've got access to Netflix, uh, it's got audio description. Um, check it out. It's called um, High on the Hog, How African-American Cuisine Transformed America. Um, and as I said, it's an excellent, excellent um, uh, documentary to listen to. Wow. And and if you go to Bard, because, you know, I, I'm assuming everybody here has access to Bard. If you go to Bard and you just um, um, search for African-American food, um, a lot of really fantastic books will pop up. Um, recipe books, uh, autobiographies. Um, mystery stories i mean it'll, it'll just a uh, great you know all sort of talking about recipes and sharing information so um just a, a suggestion a real good shame one on the, shame of go ahead holly a real good one that just came out and i have it but i haven't read it yet is la belle cuisine by patty la belle and it looks real good oh yes oh, wow. yes i heard about that yeah yeah but if you're not part of bard shame on you <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, who's next? <laughs> Bill? Did we lose uh, Desi, let us know if you have someone in Clubhouse. Yes, I sure will. No okay. one has their hand raised All at this right. time. Thank you, Desi. Uh, next up, You're we welcome. have um, Pam. Hi, Pam. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here, too. Just real quickly, in some parts of the country, you do a, you take the same cornbread recipe and you actually fry it. And mm-hmm. some people refer to that as Johnny Cakes differently than cornbread. And then there's even one where the cornbread is actually flat almost, and they use that too. So some of that depends on your country, but or the, your part of the country. But mm-hmm. tonight, the recipe I want to share with you is, um, and I'm going to tell you the end of it in a minute. The reason I chose it is because it involves a person with a disability. It reflects our African heritage. It's a wonderful New Year's tradition. And it is nutritious and easy to make. And so what I want to share the recipe for is Hoppin' John. No S on the end. Hoppin' John. And Hoppin' John is basically black-eyed peas and rice. And you usually have a side of collard greens. And, of course, you have to have that cornbread for the purpose of what we like to call in the Southern tradition, what they call sopping. That's when you put the cornbread in the juice and let it soak up a little bit. And a lot of people love it that way. And um, this is interesting because the story is told. And as you know, in these narratives, different people tell different stories. But here's the one that my mother told me, because this one says that Hoppin' John was originated in Charleston, South Carolina, where my mom was from. She said, many years ago, there was a person with a disability, and that's how she said it. She said he only had one leg, okay, and he did a business of selling peas and rice. And so he was, his name was John, and they called him Hoppin' John. And everybody grew to know him and know how great his food was, and people came from miles around. The African heritage part about the uh, Hoppin' John, though, is that uh, it was imported. Most people will say by the slave traders because they found it was great food for the slaves and it was very inexpensive, but it did keep them healthy. The New Year's tradition is that the peas will represent good luck in um, coins and things like that, and the greens represent dollars. So if you want to make sure that you have a great year, have the New Year's tradition of Hoppin' John. 
And then also it's nutritious and it's easy to make. So thanks to this call, I can make Hoppin' John in the Instant Pot. It is so easy because actually you can cook everything at once. Um, the other thing, though, some people like to cook their peas separately and then have rice and then have collard greens. And uh, I'm transitioning into being um, whole food and plant-based. So I didn't make it this year with pork. I used spices to give it a really good flavor. And the best spice was the smoked paprika. That's what really made it. So that's my Hoppin' John story. That's my door. They'll come back. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. So again, it's Thank a great you. dish. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. <laughs> Who's All right. Next? Are we ready for the next one? Yes, ma'am. Right. Yeah. Penny. Penny, you're next. Hi, Penny. Welcome. Hey, I, guys. I don't know that you've oh, ever hey, been to Penny. my call. So I'm not African American, but I do love soul food. So that's why I'm here. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so I can give you a biscuit recipe and I can also, uh, I want to just say to Pam that we make, we don't make Cobb and John, but we make red beans and rice because Ooh, yeah. that's what everybody in New Orleans eats every Monday night. And yep. uh, we, I actually use the Instant Pot for the beans, but I cook the rice separately um, and it is delicious and nutritious and cheap. Oh my God. You can feed a lot of people with red beans and rice and you can add the sausage, the andouille sausage. Or mm -hmm. you could use smoked paprika because smoked paprika is like a miracle. Um, well, Penny, so, Penny, I will tell you, that's one of my best pots to make is, is red beans and rice because my, my in-laws were from uh, South Mississippi. <laughs> and once, once you have it, you got to have it. Ooh. You know, you can't like not mm. have it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I can tell you a way to make biscuits if you want because um, it's pretty oh. simple. Yes, I, I yes. Have two recipes, yeah. but this is my favorite. This is actually, uh, God forbid, because this is an African American program, but this is a Martha Stewart recipe. But the biscuits are great. Um, so, so you just you take two cups of flour, and a tablespoon of baking powder, and a quarter teaspoon of baking soda, and a teaspoon of salt, no sugar, and then you cut in a stick of butter. I do all this in the food processor. And then you combine a half a cup of cream with a half a cup of buttermilk and you add that and you stir it together and then you pat it. I don't roll it out. I pat it out and I use a biscuit cutter to cut it out and you put it on a baking sheet. And this recipe is unusual because you don't bake the biscuits at a really high heat. Usually you bake biscuits at like 450, but this you only bake at 375. So you put the biscuits on the uh, baking sheet and there's probably like a teeny bit of cream and buttermilk left like on the edges of the bowl. So I just take a brush and brush that on top of the biscuits and you bake them for like 22 to 25 minutes till they're done. You can touch them and tell when they're done and they are delicious and they rise up really, really big. So if you want to use them like for a sandwich for fried chicken or something, they're terrific. And so if, that's all I had to say. When you said oh. cream, are you talking about half and half? Are you talking no, about? I'm talking about whipping cream. Okay. Whipping cream. Oh, that's interesting. Well, okay. Whipping cream and heavy cream are the same thing in the grocery store. Gotcha. Okay. And I just want to tell you one more thing, and that's that you really should grate your own cheese because the commercial cheese in the bag isn't, it's, it's not because of the moisture. It's because it's combined with cornstarch. Um, commercially so that it'll shake out in little clumps and mm. so then it's harder for that cheese to melt because the cornstarch sticks to it and so that i had heard that other so places it's better to so grate your own but even if you don't it's going to taste delicious that mac and cheese recipe oh sounds gosh. really good yes it does <laughs> <laughs> so what a great show i hope you do it again thank you so much Aww. for letting me know thank you for being thank here thanks. you're welcome all right, Belle, who's next? Next up is Regina. Well, hi, Regina. How are you? My goodness, Cheryl, you have brought out some new people. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is great. We're learning everybody's favorite foods. This is exactly. really nice. So. Okay, well, good afternoon. And full disclosure, I'm not African-American either. I'm not actually Latina. 
but um, I learned to cook from someone from Mississippi who was African-American, my friend's grandmother. And she didn't measure anything. So now when I try to teach my kids to cook, they have to watch me and measure <laughs> stuff because <laughs> I don't measure. I just throw things in. But I do know the measurements to my biscuit recipe, is, which is the more standard sort of southern uh, biscuit recipe. So it's, it's and I know it just um, so you can you can make as many of this as much of this as you want. And I like to cut corners by using self-rising flour, but you don't have to. You can add the, the cup of flour with the baking powder, which is about you know, half a teaspoon for the cup and then a uh, very little baking soda for one cup. So um, it's kind of, I have used the, um, and a little salt. I've used the self-rising flour so long because it's very easy. So for every cup of self-rising flour, you want a quarter cup of some kind of fat, oil, um, butter. Um, I like to use, now that I'm more health conscious, <laughs> I like to use the um, canola oil, but you can use any kind of oil that you like or or um, fat derivative, and it's a quarter cup there. And then a little bit of sugar, about a tablespoon for, per cup of flour, maybe a little more. It depends on how you like your biscuits, if you like them a little sweeter. And then a third cup of milk. So you're going to cut your flour with your fat and then stir in that sugar, make sure that's combined and then add either buttermilk. You can do a third cup of your buttermilk or you can put a little bit of vinegar, a very small amount, like a quarter teaspoon, I'm going to guess it's really small into your milk and let it stand for about 10 minutes. And then that'll give you that same sort of sour milk and you pour it on there and onto all your dry ingredients and then just combine it up and pat it out like Penny said and put it on ungreased cookie sheets and I cook mine at 400 you can go higher if you like but I like mine to cook a little slower and I do 400 and it takes about 15 minutes but I, I would start checking them at like 12. <laughs> so um, that's the more standard recipe. I mean, you can make as much of that as you want. I use it and I wrap it around those little smoked sausages, you know, to make mm -hmm. pigs in a blanket. It's mm -hmm. so good. Mm -hmm. I do that for the Super Bowl party. I'm doing that this because they're easy to pick up and grab and eat. And you can put a little cheese in there if you want. Um, you can do so much with the biscuit dough besides biscuits. I also use it to make like a hidden pie where I take all my sort of, I combine a, make a gravy with the chicken and all some vegetables and stuff and put it on the bottom of a greased dish and then put my biscuit dough on the top as like a, a, a crust, that same biscuit recipe. And then I bake <laughs> that. And then when I serve it, I turn it over so that the biscuit dough is on the bottom that it's called hidden pie. Oh, wow. <laughs> Something else he taught me when, if you have a lot of leftover vegetable, it's really a good way to throw those in there with the little potato or something and your, wow. uh, and your meat. So yeah, it's a very versatile recipe and I love to fry cornbread and uh, it's not, you're not supposed to eat so many fried foods so we don't do it as often, but I love fried cornbread. <laughs> Well, and when you when you say fried, that's that's how I learned how to make cornbread was in a cast iron skillet in the oven. You put the grease in the bottom of the skillet. You put it in the oven. You heat that grease up till it's hot and you pour the cornbread in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the way I bake it. And then you can also take it and, and take out the butter in your cornbread recipe and then just uh, fry it on the stove and like little pancakes. It's really oh, good. Wow. Wow. Well, Virginia, you've got my email, right? I do. I'll send Would that you to you. Please do. Yes. Okay. And 
if anyone wants to share any of these recipes and you don't have my email so that we can include these recipes in the document, although I do go back and listen to the recording, but it is certainly much easier on me if you send me the recipe. You can reach out to community at acb.org and ask them to send me your email. And then I will add, you know, I will send you this document. And if you want to be added to the document group, I think we've got 120 people in the group. So I'd be happy to have 121. So, and I want to say this is about our almost 70th call. So we have been doing this for almost three years. So, all right, Belle, who's uh, next? Can I ask a question real quick since you're on that subject? Can I send this particular um, book uh, to, to my daughter and my son? Is it okay if I send it? The document? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Thank no, I you. Don't, I, you know, it, it, once you get the document, it's yours. I don't if you want to share well, it. I didn't know if there was some that you didn't. No. Some people are funny that no. way. I just No, I, I am. I'm happy that we're sharing our recipes and that people know that we, as blind people, can cook. So yes, no. Well, my daughter is blind, and so oh, and her no, yeah, her husband is that her husband is from the Caribbean. So I think they would be really interested in this. Yes, ma'am. I'll be happy to have you send it to them. Thank you. All right, Belle. Who's next? All right, next up is your streamer, Herbie. Yes, sir. All right. Well, first of all, Sheila, I think you're being a bit too nice. I think Holly's uh, daughter and stuff are capable of coming on Recipe Swap and supporting you. Then they can get well, the document. You know, I'm, you know, to each their own. I know. But, you know, hey, I, <laughs> as an audience <laughs> member, I at least should try Herbie, to do my duty. I would, I would and uh, Herbie? Herbie? Uh, Holly? Oh. Holly, you. you're the actual reason why I raised my hand in the first place, but not because of that. All right, Herbie, Herbie, come on. No, Herbie. no, actually, in all seriousness, she'd asked about biscuits earlier. So that's why I was kind of, because I actually have a biscuit recipe. Okay. Awesome. Um, Let's hear it. Yep. So these are uh, butter biscuits. Now, I have not actually made these before, but they sound good. I was just looking through my recipes after I heard that there was a need for biscuits. So um, one third cup firm butter. Two and a half cups biscuit baking mix, two thirds cup milk, butter melted, heat oven to 450, cut butter into one fourth inch pieces, and then toss baking mix and butter with fork until um, coated, add milk and uh, stir. Stir just until milk is absorbed. Do not overstir, it says. To uh, turn dough and add on to surface dusted with baking mix. And it says knead about five times. You want to pat it down to uh, one inch uh, thickness. And then cut with a three inch cutter. Though if you're, you could probably just use a knife or shape it into whatever uh, shape you want. Place onto ungreased baking sheet with the sides. Uh, so, uh, let's see what's this thing here. Sides touching for touching for soft sides are two inches apart. If you want crispy sides, so I guess if you want soft-sided biscuits, have them touching the cookie sheet, and if you want more crispier sides, have them away from the cookie sheet. And then bake for nine minutes or until golden brown. Brush with melted butter. Makes eight biscuits. All right. Well, thank you, sir. You are welcome. And I will just say that, uh, you know, for convenience sake, I do do the uh, pre-made grated cheese. And I have not really had any problems with it melting. So. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Um Sheila, can I share a book title that I came Absolutely. across from that bard list that I mentioned? Yeah. Um, and I selected I selected this book because I like the fact that it, I mean, it's from the 70s. So some of the suggestions, you're like, no, 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 I'm not using lard. Uh, but, <laughs> well, we can't even buy lard now. <laughs> I, I know. But um, 
But I like it because, I mean, it's sort of, it, well, for, well, one thing, it's written by a lady named Edna Lewis, who was a highly respected African-American chef, like in the 60s and the 70s, 80s, long, I mean, just, just really respected. Um, she came from a town in Virginia called Freetown that was um, established by, you know, former slaves. And so this book, she shares recipes that um, her and her family members um, used, um, but it's called The Taste of Country Cooking. Actually, that's it. The Taste of Country Cooking, and it's done by season. Wow. Well, if you'll send me that, do you have the DB number? I wrote something down, but it looks suspicious. Is it on, it's on Bard? Are you saying it's on Bard? So I'm yeah, she's say, saying it's yeah. on Bard, yes. It's, it's on Bard. So, so I will, I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah, if you'll find it, I will include it in the document. <laughs> so, uh, all right. And I, I will tell you, it was, it's so funny because when I first started cooking, I was using Crisco, you know, the, the actual Crisco, not liquid. And I don't even know, can you even buy that anymore? Um, yes, you can. You can okay. But if they can change the recipe. It's not the same it's as it was. It's not like it was. No. And now, 100 years sure ago. <laughs> there are people who are telling telling you to use lard. There are women in the Amish recipe group I'm on on Facebook that still use lard. And they say, you know, that it's not as bad for you as everybody wanted you to believe. So, wow. Um, All right, and I think who's next, Belle? Because I think it might be Carolyn. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> All right, Carolyn, go for it. <laughs> hey, okay, my name is Carolyn, and I live in Virginia. Um, but I grew up in Tennessee, so I'm a Southern girl who loved all the Southern recipes. And uh, I'm not African, but my friends have given me recipes who are, and one is a a. a friend of mine, her son in New York, who's in the music business. His name is Jackie. So he gave me a, um, another macaroni and cheese, which the first one sounded absolutely fabulous. I'm not sure this one's going to beat it, but um, it, he, he loves it with his family. So I wanted to give it to you. One can evaporated milk, which he uses a 13 ounce, 12 or 13 ounce can, whatever it is these days. Mm -hmm. 12 ounce box of elbow macaroni cooked and uh, his mom didn't put cooked in the uh, recipe that I just, that I sent you the other day. It's all right. I'll fix it. Cooked. Okay. And drained three, eight ounce boxes of cracker barrel cheese. So there are different flavors of that and your choice of flavors. And you would have to grate that. A Lowry seasoned salt salt and pepper to taste, one egg, mix milk, egg, salt and pepper, and seasoned salt. Add macaroni, cut cheese into smaller cubes, and spread throughout. Cover with foil, cook at 350 to 375 degrees, uh, un uncover and cook for 20 minutes, then put the foil, I mean, then uncover and cook for Tw another 20 minutes so um 40 to 45 minutes is what mm -hmm. basically he was saying and my my friend karen um says they have it every thanksgiving christmas and it's her son jackie's job to cook it so <laughs> well i'm not sure cheryl do you know what the cracker barrel cheese is that she's talking about because i'm not sure that i do they come in boxes and um, when I lived in Tennessee, you could just buy it at the regular grocery store. I'm, I haven't looked for it in years, but I think they have a cheddar flavor. They have several different flavors. So that's 24 ounces of cheese. So that's a lot of cheese. But um, Karen swears by the recipe and I'm going to make it soon. So All I just, right. well, I will I will put it in the recipe document. So thank you, Carolyn. Thanks for being here. All right, next up is Cache. Hi, Cache. Welcome. 
Hello, everybody. How are you? Well, I am good. <laughs> it's been good listening to everybody's recipe. And of course, we can't deny that macaroni and cheese is a favorite soul food staple. <laughs> <laughs> And one thing that I love about soul food cooking is it brings people together because we all love food. And growing up for me, cooking was a part of our tradition of just coming together and talking and having conversations and just sharing of stories and traditions. And it's a way of bonding. So that's one thing that I um, really enjoyed about cooking um macaroni and cheese i will real quick um it's so many different ways but what i will say is with our traditional macaroni and cheese for me as an adult i use sharp cheddar i use mozzarella i use smoked gouda i use monster cheese and i use colby jack or a pepper jack cheese mm -hmm. and then i always add in a dash of hot sauce and of course the more cheese the better and you're right. Smoked paprika is a staple. You have to have it in pretty much everything. Um, but what I will share is probably not the healthiest thing, um, but it's one of my favorites. And it's braised oxtails. And as you know, in the African-American culture, you know, a lot of the protein we had was leftovers. It was leftovers from the good meat. And so braised oxtails is a favorite. And you start off, you maybe get a pound, well, yeah, maybe a pound or two, just depending on how many people you're trying to feed. Either way, you wash and clean them. You season them, garlic powder, one tablespoon of garlic powder, one tablespoon of onion powder, a half a tablespoon of black pepper, one whole green pepper, you dice it up, one whole onion, you want to dice it up. And I would say about a good two tablespoons of herb de Provence. And if you don't have that, you can always use Italian seasoning. So you will season your oxtails, you flour them, and then you braise them in a little bit of oil. If you don't want to do that, you can actually just flour them, put them in a flat surface pan, cover them with about four cups of beef broth, and you is just... Um, preheat oven to 350 and you would cook it about four hours that's what you call the the one ingredient with uh, also food cooking is love and so love is time <laughs> and it's the time that you put in it so for me I'll put it in you know in the early evening something you can put in in the evenings for the next day you can put it in before you go to work you just lower that temperature to maybe 275 and let it just slow cook all day but that is slow braised oxtails thank wow. you so much and cache you have my email would you please send that to me i sure will thank you and thanks for being here you're welcome all right bill all right next up is lynn hi lynn welcome okay i don't have a recipe i apologize it's okay but but what i do have is I used to love fried chicken or barbecued chicken. And, you know, you can probably just, um, you know, use, actually these days I use buckwheat flour and you could probably just, you know, cook. And I, the, my favorite way of cooking a whole chicken, for instance, is in a crock pot. Now the air fryer is good too, but a crock pot, it, they, the chicken comes out so good. And if you just put some buckwheat flour with it, some spices, I think it would turn out absolutely marvelously for four hours. Well, I love fried chicken and I love barbecue chicken, so I agree with you. <laughs> so thank you. That's what I have to say. Thank and you. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Hi, Cheryl. <laughs> All right. Bill, anybody have else? No, raise hands. All right. So, Cheryl, what other information would you like to share with everybody? And if you haven't raised your hand, then oh, I'm you were muted, honey. Um, anyway, anybody else wants to say hello or tell us your favorite African-American traditional food? Please raise you, your hand. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right. I'm sorry. What was your question? 
I forgot. I, I said, I is there anything else you would like to share with everybody? Because we are out of hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I think one of the things I, an interesting uh, thing I learned um, by looking at the Netflix series on um, High on the Hog was how uh, macaroni and cheese actually came to the United States. So one of the stories is that Thomas Jefferson um, was in Paris. And if you remember, he was the ambassador uh, and he took um, Sally Hemings and her brother, her brother, I think James was his chef. So the story goes that James actually uh, learned how to make macaroni and cheese in Paris and that he brought it back and introduced it uh, at uh, Thomas Jefferson's table and that the difference in the way that it's made, that he made it, that it's made now is that um, he would boil the noodles in milk. Um, and so that would add to it having like a creamy texture. Um, wow. And so, well, you know, that's one of the stories on how we, mm -hmm. we got mac and cheese into mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I have to say, putting sour cream in the whole mixture makes it pretty. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I am going to have to make them. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, oh, is there is there a raised hand, Val? Um, yeah, we have a couple. Okay, All right. we go. Yeah, yay! All right, who who's right. up, Val? Penny. Hey, I'm back. Um, so I wanted to uh, say whoever had the Cracker Barrel cheese, mac and cheese recipe. That is exactly the way my mom makes mac and cheese. And it's delicious. And Cracker Barrel is a cheese made by Kraft. So you should be able to find it in your grocery store, Sheila. Oh, and okay. it comes it comes in like cubes. So each cube is like eight ounces. And um, they also have it at Costco. So is it kind of like you would buy cream cheese packages kind of thing? So you have to grade it yourself. So I know, um, but I mean, but it would be like a cream cheese. No, it's not. Like, no, it's it's a hard cheese, but it, I know, it's kind but, of. But I'm saying that size. Yeah, yeah, like okay. about that. Gotcha. It's kind okay. of like longer and skinnier than a package of cream cheese. Gotcha. I have never, <laughs> I've never, I've never bought it. I've never seen it. And I just so. want to tell Cheryl that there is nothing wrong with lard. In Italy, they eat lard all the time. It's very pure. And the problem with lard in the America, in the U.S. is that it's hydrogenated. But when you can buy non-hydrogenated lard, like at a farmer's market, it's good, and it'll be really good in biscuits and and uh, pie crust. And your your ancestors and former generations in your family, I bet they all use lard, and they all survived to live long, happy, older lives. And so, I don't think anybody should be afraid of lard. <laughs> oh, I, I, hear you, I hear you. I hear. I I probably will have to. Uh, dip my toe into that uh, slowly because uh, I don't know. Just the, <laughs> the thing you really like, have oh, to be sure of is you really be sure it's not hydrogenated. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so this has been a great show. Thank you guys so much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. Thanks for being here. You're I'm welcome. Glad you're Girl, who's next? <laughs> All right. Next up is Pam. Yes, ma'am. Pam, star six. Yes. Now you can hear me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to say, to echo what Penny was saying, what a great, great show and a great idea. And I hope we do it again. And before I go, I just wanted to list a few of our favorite soul food desserts. Okay. Oh, yes, ma'am. Sweet potato pie, mm -hmm. um, bread pudding, banana pudding. Mm -hmm. Uh, we also do lemon meringue, and of course, the all-time favorite is the pound cake. P.S. You can make pound cake with lard. Penny is right. We, my mother taught us to still use lard. She felt that it did better, even um, than butter. So <laughs> here's the great lard debate. You know what I'm saying? But thank you guys for putting this together. It was really wonderful. Thanks again. 
And I will tell you, Pam, I have the recipe in all of those documents I got from Cassandra for sweet potato pie, the mm -hmm. banana pudding, mm -hmm. pound cake, mm -hmm. um, um, what else? Uh, pecan pie, which, oh, you know, yeah. my ex was oh, yeah. from South Mississippi, so I mm -hmm. used to make pecan pies all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah. All of that was in her document, so it's they great. will they will be in our document. So fantastic! Thanks and again. thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. All right, Belle, who's next? Uh, next up is Mary. Hi, Mary. Welcome. Hello, hello, Sheila. Hi, Cheryl. Um, so this this has been really great. I've really enjoyed hearing all these recipes i wish i were um i wish i loved to cook because i would <laughs> be diving into these recipes but i am going to request your document sheila because um i'd love to look at some new mac and cheese recipes and and sweet potato pie and and the uh, black eyed peas and rice um dish that pam talked about earlier sounded delicious so this has been this has been great thank you and just send an email to community at acb.org. And I will. Mm -hmm. if you're not on the recipe group and you want to be added, I will send you an email that tells you everything we've had. Because I did, I started to count today and I didn't have, I ran out of time. So, um, but we're close to 70 documents. So we have been doing this for almost three years. Yeah. So. yeah. That's great. I tuned in a couple of shows, um, but I, I definitely will be requesting. Well, thank you. Thanks for thank being you. here. And I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And it was Cheryl's idea. It was her committee that came to us. So. It was all Cheryl's fault. No. Oh, geez. no, no, no. This I'm has teasing. been so much fun. This has I'm been so teasing. much fun. It has. Um, so. I wonder, are there any other folks, Bell, who Anybody raised their hands? Bell? Yeah, we have uh, an area code 818 ending in 610. 818. Hello, I'm I'm also Pam. Well, hi, Pam. Welcome. And 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 hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm Sheila, here but it's okay. And, and um, getting hungry. And I wanted I shared a recipe with Sheila. I'm um, not. God, yes, I'm tired. With with Cheryl, and and I am on the committee. Her her committee. Oh, okay. And and my mother loves to bake sweet potato pies, cookies, peach cobbler, but she's 83. So she cheats. Mm -hmm. So her, her um, sweet potato pie, she uses eggnog. Oh. Because the eggnog has pretty much everything in it that she needs, but she adds extra. What a great idea. And the other thing she hates, she hates is graham cracker crust. She says you cannot destroy a pie. You can literally destroy a pie with graham cracker crust. <laughs> so you buy a reg you either make your own pie crust or you cheat and buy the ones in the freezer at the, mm -hmm. in the grocery store and use mm -hmm. those. Mm -hmm. And what she does with her with her egg with her sweet potato pie is she just adds what she extra what she needs, and she she doesn't measure. She just dumps. And taste and dumps and taste and dumps mm -hmm. and taste. And she uses either a blender or a food processor. I mean, yeah, blender to get everything mixed up and blend it the way she wants it. And then she throws it in the oven. Wow. And she also does the same thing with peach cobbler. She can use it. She says she can buy fresh peaches and do all the work, but she just uses canned peaches and go for it. <laughs> well, if you can call Cheryl and get your recipes to her. I get it to another problem. Then I would love to include them in our document. Problem. Or if you can get them to me, you can email community at acb.org and ask for Sheila Young's contact. And I'll be happy to reach out to you. So thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Okay, Bill. Anybody we have else? one more hand. Uh, okay. Roberta. Hi, Roberta. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. Um, 
I am wondering, I do not have a recipe, but I it's am okay. wondering if someone would talk about what are typical foods that would be considered soul food. Um, you know, because there's always the stereotype of, you know, mac and cheese, roast pork and watermelon. But to me, those things, they sound to me very stereotypical and to the... Well, for me, it feels like almost to the point of you. insulting. Yeah. So I'm wondering, yeah. I mean, I have no experience with soul food. What would be considered soul food? Okay, so hang on, Cheryl. And, and I do think that, you know, we've covered some of them, such as banana pudding and um, pecan pie and sweet potato pie and sweet potato casserole and mac and cheese and barbecued chicken so cheryl would you like to answer that yeah no i i i hear you somebody needs to it's i think it's in cheryl's i'm sorry yeah it's okay i I apologize i'm on a bus it's okay (laughs) you you are allowed Um, to be on a bus (laughs) okay no i was gonna say i i understand the concern that it's stereotypical um, but that is actually part of the African-American tradition. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean that that's all that people eat. I think those are foods that have significance to the, to the culture and to the community. Um, but, you know, African-Americans eat everything else that any other American in the United States eat. Um, so, but I would encourage you, if you're you're really curious and interested to um, you know go to Bard and to as I said plug in the African American food and you'll see a lot of books there that really can talk about all the different traditions because we've talked about you know you got us so we shared what we know okay. but there are other traditions that are out there that we didn't we haven't spoken about okay great thank you. Thanks, Great Sheila. I accidentally lied. You do have one more hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we are almost out of time. So who is it, Bill? Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, everyone. I'm so sorry. It's, what are you sorry for? <laughs> well, a Zoom kicked me out. Or I would have asked this question about seven minutes ago. <laughs> it's okay. So how are um, you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. You're you're welcome. I've loved the recipes. And um, I wanted to circle back to Pam Shaw's, I think it was Hoppin' Johnny, because I didn't know it as Hoppin' Johnny when I was growing up. I think it's the Black Eyed Peas tradition on New Year's. And, um, but I love the fact that you can cook it in the Instant Pot. And so that, (laughs) (laughs) because, well... Well, anyway, I'll leave it there. I won't go. I won't digress. <laughs> but um, my question is, is, so there's a uh, recipe. You guys are collecting these recipes. Are there are they going to be um, sent okay. to only people so, on the call? No, Stephanie. Okay. Stephanie, um, I have been doing this call since March of twenty. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Um, what I do after every call is I put together a document with all of the recipes and then I send them out to anyone that wants them. Gotcha. Okay. So if you would like to be included, you send a, an email to community at acb.org and oh. ask for my, uh, well, just ask them to share your email with me. Okay. And I am Shaley Young. Right. And then I will send you this document. We have had almost 70 recipe calls at this wow. point. Okay. Okay. So well, this is my first time. So I will I will be happy to include you and I will be happy to send you what we've done so far. And if you want any of them, I'll be happy to send them to you. So that's good. Just thank you so much. Oh, thank thank you for being here. You're you're welcome. This is a great Ah, call. All right. So we are out of time. So this is the time that we have to decide what are we doing next time? And I've had some requests. And um, if 
anybody has a particular idea really quickly, then raise your hand. Otherwise, I might have to pick one. <laughs> so, Belle, do we have any hands? We nope. Okay. So it was brought to me to ask what we could do with cake mixes. Cassandra. Cassandra. Yes, ma'am. Am I muted now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I was muted, so I wouldn't make noise. Um, I was thinking, I like the tradition that you're doing. And I was just wondering if you've done one on like, because I heard somebody say like they're from New Orleans or whatever. I was thinking about doing something with like. Cajun? Yeah. Cajun food? I, hey, yep. I'm game. Because we're about to come up on um, that time of year. So, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so next call will be Cajun Foods because Mardi Gras is right around the corner. So thank you, everyone. Cheryl, are you still here? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sheila. This is really, really fantastic. So thank you, Herbie, Belle, Desi, Cheryl. Thank you so much for coming to us with this idea. And in two weeks, we will do um, Mardi Gras, Cajun food. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful night, and we'll talk in two weeks.